Welcome to the Spare Spare Change Change Podcast, where we discuss personal stories with the homeless community of the Daybreak Center in Macon, Georgia. Your hosts are Mercer students Anna, Kyla, and Andreas. We hope that you tune in and enjoy. podcast, Kyla and I interviewed Mark. We discussed his experience with homelessness and addiction, his relationships, and his career. I'm Kyla. I'm Anna. I'm Mark. Nice to meet you. We're Mercer students. I don't know if she told you that already or not. Y'all look like students, yeah. (laughs) So we just wanted to ask you a few questions if that's okay. No, go for it. Okay. Use my sinuses. As long as you don't have COVID. Uh, no, well, <laughs> every every man in my family was born sneezing. We weren't born crying, we born sneezing, so. <laughs> so we're wondering, who has been the biggest influence on your life? Influence? Yes, sir. Uh, Lord, mainly. He goes with me everywhere. Yep. Can you tell me who the most important person in your life is besides the Lord? Uh really don't have that honey i'm being honest uh, there is nobody um uh, well i guess my daughter but i hadn't heard from her in a while i've called 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 she never called back uh, uh my sister and i we we're about that far apart hanging on the side ain't nobody really just for so growing up, was it you and your sister, or is she like a lot older than you, or a lot younger? She's four years older. Four years and four days. Oh wow, okay. It was a cold winter night when we were created. <laughs> Born in September. Okay, me too. I'm a July baby. Uh, <laughs> How did you find the Daybreak Center? Well, I became homeless uh, back in uh, 14 and uh, stayed up, went to uh, Salvation Army and you know, started coming down here every day. So, and I started volunteering here for about four years, so. Okay, that's nice. Are, um, do you have like any good connections there? Like, is there anybody that you really like to hang out with while you're there? Uh, most anybody that's friendly. I, I probably know 4,000 people in this town. Oh, wow. Uh, you know, I know that's exaggerating just a little bit, but, you know, I've been, <laughs> I've been in construction all my life, and I've, I've met a lot of people. And uh, as far as remembering a name, I couldn't no more tell you than any, I couldn't remember y'all's name. So <laughs> my apologies, but I, I got a lot on my mind right now, and I just uh, kind of waiting on the doctor, so because I know she's going to have bad news. So. Maybe she won't. Uh, probably will, hon. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, me too. Don't worry about it. I ain't tell us, problem. Let's have fun. Enjoy life. 
So when you were growing up, did you always want to do construction or was there something else that you wanted to do? No, uh, uh, my father owned a construction company when I was born. And, you know, I've been in construction for 64 years, 64 years. So, uh, you know, I just, I enjoy it, you know. It's been hot and cold, but I enjoy it when the job's over with and you look at it and say, hey, you get my <laughs> Then you go on to the next one, so. So do you have any hobbies that you like to do, things that you like to do in your free time? No, I, I, I don't know. I've never really, not really, because I, I, I don't know. I just, uh, I've had a crew all my life and uh, anywhere from five people to 20 people. As far as hobbies, I don't know, you play golf. I, you know, I play golf for about 12 years. So. That's pretty cool. I've always wanted to learn how to play golf, but I've never really done it. So. It's fun. <laughs> it's irritating at first, but then it's fun. <laughs> when you learn how, you know, it's fun. So. Especially when the golf ball goes straight instead of in the woods, you know, it's like... <laughs> I, I like to play putt-putt when we go on vacation, but I know it's not really the same as regular golf. <laughs> My ex-wife and I, we had a, uh, a condo down at Daytona Beach, on the beach, you know? Mm -hmm. And one night, we they had two or three putt-putt places down there, and anyway, we went and played one, and they, you know, this couple was with us, you know, and he said, you know, whoever you know, has a less score goes first every time. Well, guess who went first every time? <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I, you know, he wasn't too swift at playing golf. <laughs> so are you from Macon? Oh, yeah. You know where the S&S is on Riverside Drive? Yeah. Yes. You look up there, there's a white brick house behind it, behind it. And Mama said, build me a house. I'll have you a son. So, boy, they mess up. But anyway, it's a nice house. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. I'm from Jasper, Florida. It's like right on the Florida Georgia line. So mm -hmm. I moved up here for college. Mercer's good school. I'm surprised they hadn't changed the name of the, this county to Bib Mer, uh, Bib Medical Center Mercer Co County. <laughs> <laughs> and Mercer owns Mercer Medical Center owns a lot of this county. That's interesting. That's why they built all the lofts downtown. For a lot of Mercer students live there. You know, go so a lot. I don't know why they call it lofts, but anyway. Expensive too. Yeah, they yeah, are. They're ridiculously expensive. Yeah. Um, are there any stories that you'd like to share with us? If not, that's okay. <laughs> stories. Uh, honey, I, you know. It is a pretty big question. Yeah. So. No, <laughs> not really. I mean, it just. Honey, my life, it, it's just been. After my father died when he was 50, went to work for William Associates, and we worked seven days a week, six and seven days a week. And as far as stories go, <laughs> used to live on the river down here for about three years, three or four, four years, and that was fun. You know, people come down and visit, we get drunk, and you know, but other than that, just peaceful and quiet down there. I just, stories, I ain't really got no. I'm not a boring person at all. I love to have fun, and you know. <laughs> You know, excuse me, but I'm still hell in my life. So, you know, this really ain't no stories to tell. After, well, let's see, after I moved out of Salvation Army, I moved into a big old tower on 7th Street. You've probably seen it before, you didn't realize. Where they used to put sand and coal in trains, and there was a room up on the bottom of the tower you could go into, and people had slept there. And then there was a little black church over here, and I started going to the black church. I'm Catholic, but you know, I started going there. And that's about the only story, you know, they kind of went, huh, you know. But, <laughs> and as far as here, this crazy place, uh, 
it's going downhill pretty bad, so. I'm sorry to hear that. It used to be a nice place, it really did. But. So where are you actually staying right now? I was staying at a hotel, and I had paid rent for this month, and I let this guy come stay with me. He had a, he's alcohol and drug problem, and I told him not to be smoking crack in my room, and he did anyway. Oh, so I'd already bought food, and now I'm at Brookdale Warming Center. If you want to be around grown-up children, that's where to go. <laughs> I'm serious. They're full of grown-up children out there. Oh, my. Anyway, what else y'all know? Hmm. Hmm. I, 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 I'm just being honest. I, it's stories. It probably does dozens of them probably, but a lot of them you probably don't want to hear about. So <laughs> I've been with a lot of crazy women in my life. Uh, my first wife got me pregnant during divorce, and second wife, she's 12 years older than I was, and you know that came no fun, and you know so anyway, about it. <laughs> so you've been married twice, and you have a daughter. Oh yeah, I got a daughter. She got four kids, anywhere from 16, I think, to about four or five. Why she wants many kids, I'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my roommate's like that. She was telling me how when she gets married, she wants to have like four or five kids, and I was like, "You go ahead and do that, but I'm not going to." <laughs> I don't have. Well, her husband a lawyer, and she works at some car lot doing. Uh, she like the one that checks it off that you can buy it or not or whatever, all that stuff. So I guess she makes pretty good money at it, you know. Probably gets a good deal on her car, you know, when they want one or something. <laughs> I have three siblings, so I have two sisters and a brother. I'm an only child, so I don't have any siblings to talk about. <laughs> no, my sister and I don't get along. She's the smartest person in the world. Yeah. That's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I figured. <laughs> so, prior to 2014, like you weren't struggling with like homelessness or eviction or anything. Was there something that happened in 2014 that kind of started that struggle? I used to uh, kind of do cocaine. That uh, okay. But anyway, all them days over with. So getting too old for it. I like to have a beer every now and then, but that's about it. But I, I ain't drank a beer probably couple months. Wow. Y'all yeah, drink one every Friday night, don't you? <laughs> not me. <laughs> you know? Hmm. No. sir. No. It's not sir, it's Mark. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm twenty, so I don't drink. Oh, okay. I'm eighteen, so <clears throat> Well, we were young, thirteen, fourteen, this guy's sister had a friend that had a twenty one year old he had an ID, fake ID. You know, we go camping on the creek and he buys liquor or beer or whatever. And, you know, 13, 14 year old, woo wee, next day we had a hangover. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. And had to go cut grass. Mm. And you had to cut grass? Yeah, the, yeah the, you know, we camp out on Friday night and then on Saturday we had to cut grass. And then, you know, I did. One time I just, I about threw up everywhere trying. <laughs> Anyway, them days is over with, so. <laughs> so, do you feel happy and satisfied with this version of yourself? Yeah. If you don't stay happy, then, you know, all you're going to do is destroy yourself. You know, you, you got you got to find yourself inside and stay happy. Sure, you got, if you keep looking back at your past, then it's just going to destroy you. So, you know, I oh, wish I hadn't done that. I oh, wish I hadn't done that. Uh, you know, you can't do all that. You got to look toward the future. You got to 
you know, got to move yourself going. I get my retirement check next Wednesday and I'll be gone out of that place. And when I move, get into another place, I ain't moving nowhere. I'd lived out there at Red Carpet for a while. And, you know, I let this idiot come in there and, you know, this is what happened. Where he's at, I only owes me about $300. And where he's at, I'll never see it. Yeah, well, you're just trying to be nice and compassionate and help this guy out, right? I'm a man and a gentleman. I don't mind. I've helped people out all my life. But, you know, sometimes it comes to a time where everything's got to come to a halt. You'll find out as you go. You know, I don't know if y'all help people. Used to on Mondays, a lot of people and guys at work, you know, well, I'm broke. What'd you do with your money? Uh, well, uh, I said, yeah, here's your 20. Pay me back, you know, Thursday. We just get our checks on Thursday. I'll pay me back, well, Friday. I will, man, I will, you know. And, you know, all that kind of got old and stuff, you know. But, but I try to stay happy, and that way it always keeps me in a good mood, good attitude. Yeah. So this next place you move into, is it going to be like a hotel, do you think? Or are you going to try to get like an apartment? Well, I didn't pay taxes for about 14 years. Uh, working for myself, bringing home about $1,200 a week. <laughs> and then I had my truck stolen at gunpoint, you know, about $2,500, $3,500 worth of tools and lost all that. So, and then divorce and then, uh, you know, uh, what was the question? <laughs> I was asking where you were going to move. Oh, I tried to find houses and stuff, but like there's one place across the street from a Brookdale thing. It's uh, four bedrooms, two on each side. There's a wall in there and there's two kitchens and all that. But you have to use the same bathroom as somebody else. I'll have to do that in Brookdale and I always go get the cleaner thing <laughs> and spray the seat. And use it. Somebody flushed a roll of toilet paper down one of the toilets. And it's oh, clogged up. They hadn't fixed it yet. And hmm. it's for the handicapped people. Uh, you got people that go in there and urinate all over the toilet seat. And I mean, it, it, you know, I don't really want to use the same toilet as somebody else does. Uh, another one, uh, if a woman's living with me, fine. But another man, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely understand that. Where's y'all's boyfriends? I don't have one. <laughs> Non-existent. <laughs> ah, how come y'all ain't got a boyfriend? Pretty as y'all are? Oh, you flatterer. <laughs> Man, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm just waiting for a good one to come along. Hey, I got him. Yeah. I, that's what I've been waiting on. A woman my age instead of one 10 years younger. <laughs> yeah. So, but they hard to find anymore, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, are there any things that you would like to work on about, like, yourself or your character? Yeah, probably so. Sometimes, uh, it's like I say, I use the word growing up children and stuff. I just need to, nobody's perfect. And, you know, I can't go looking at everybody thinking, oh, there's something wrong with you, there's something wrong with you, there's something wrong with you, you know. They kind of change that attitude a little bit, you know. But you, you've seen grown-up children. I know you have. You had to, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. No, I definitely have. Yeah. <laughs> Before I came in here, this, uh, I had laid my coat. I'd gone outside, smoked out the gate here, smoked a cigarette, and I had laid my coat on the chair. I turned around, and it was gone. And this guy picked it up, and he knew it was my coat. 
and put it on an airplane. And whoop, flew off the handle, which I probably had the right to, but then I said things I shouldn't have. Did yeah. you get the coat back? Yeah, I got it back. But he was sitting there, sitting there with my brush combing his hair. Mm -mm, that don't work. I'm gonna go have to wash my brush. <laughs> you know, I've never washed a brush in soap and water and probably put some, but that's just things that set me off. You know, it probably set off anybody like that. Nobody's perfect. Yeah, so on the flip side, what do you think is one of your best qualities? I'm a man and a gentleman. I, women, I like to tear, I stand up, I, you know, I do correctly with, with anybody. You know, I speak, hey, you know, whatever. On that, about it, honey. I, you know, I just try to be a normal person. Sometimes it turns out to be abnormal, but I just try to be normal. <laughs> Sometimes I think it's because of my bald head. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I say you have a good sense of humor as well. well yes. I don't know about that, but I try to. Just like the lady when I asked her about this southern lady, I said, uh, yeah, I said, uh, we need to get some pecans and some mama can get. Uh, cook a pie she said uh pecans she said why you don't have a bathroom i said huh she said mark you put a pecan beside your bed during the winter and you eat pecans you know so uh, <laughs> uh, that's a good one <laughs> what's your favorite dessert pecan pie <laughs> or <laughs> banana splits or uh, uh, i just love pecan pie you go to south georgia when grandma lived down there and about 80 miles south of here, and when you go cook, pick up pecans and crack them and sell them all for her, and she cooks, ain't no Betty Crocker pie, it's all real. That's good eat, good eat. She used to make a seven layer strawberry cake. Ooh. You know, that sounds be, good. You know, it'd be like half a layer, you know, then you know, top and bottom be a full layer, and then in between it be the half a layer. And it'd be about that much frosting, like strawberry frosting all around that thing. Oh, we were younger though, you'd take a bite of it, had so much sugar in it, we'd be running all over the ceiling and everything else, you know. Anyway, what else you want to know? What's your favorite color? All of it. Good answer. Yeah, good answer. I can never pick a favorite color. Blue, blue and white. Those go nicely together as well. Yeah. Um, I think we're, we're pretty much winding down. Yeah. Uh, one more question. We got one more. Why are y'all doing this? Are y'all getting anything out of me? We're in a service learning class, and so we're partnering with the Daybreak Center, and so we just wanted to get to know y'all a little bit better and have an opportunity for y'all to like talk to us and tell any stories that you wanted to talk about or just talk about your process in like eviction and stuff like that are y'all coming here no we couldn't because of covid so that's why we're doing it virtual yeah, i wish y'all yeah. come here so we can shake hands you know <laughs> <laughs> no i'm yeah. sorry bump hands yeah you can't shake <laughs> but yeah this podcast is really just a way for us to still be able to connect with you even though we're not actually allowed to go there because of covid so just learning more about you, like getting to still have that connection was really important well, to us. I apologize. I probably hadn't given you what all, but honey, that's just me. It's just me. No, you know, I'm just trying to be easy. I'm just an easygoing person, and I, I don't know. That's about it. 
getting upset anymore and getting mad. I mean, a guy took my coat, yeah, and I got mad, but all of a sudden something told me, Mark, settle down. Well, thank you so much for talking with us. Yes, we hope that you have a good rest of your day. You do. Y'all do the same. Don't no. get wet tomorrow. <laughs> Don't try to play golf tomorrow in the rain. It's not any <laughs> Okay. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. God bless y'all. Y'all take care. Peace be with you. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. We hope you enjoyed Mark's interview just as much as we did. Follow us at podcast.sparechange if you'd like to know when the next episode will be coming out. Thank you so much, and see you next time. The Spare Change Podcast is owned by the DePaul Daybreak Center in Macon, Georgia, and created and operated by Mercer University students. Thanks to Garrett Pierbolt for the podcast's music. Special thanks to the Daybreak Center for their help in making this podcast possible.